Hey, my friend, thanks for listening into the podcast today. I want to tell you a story. So yesterday was probably the, a perfect day in my life. I woke up early and my wife got up early and we hit some garage sales. It was a Saturday and it was just fun to go. It's almost like going uh, into people's lives a little bit. It's being invited into someone's home almost. It's their garage, but it's pretty close. And so to meet so many people and we spent about $13.50 on random things and it was just delightful. And later in the afternoon, I went to the soccer program that my, that my friend runs called Top Soccer. And it takes place about uh, two seasons a year. It's about eight weeks long each time. And it's a program for kiddos with special needs so that kiddos that normally would not get to be in any sport would get to come play soccer. So my friend has a passion for soccer. He's been involved with it at many high levels in the coaching world. So now he uses his influence to develop this great program. And probably every Saturday, 20 to 30 kids in the program, they, they show up and they've got uniforms and there's these really cool drills that they, they go through and, and the, the, all these people come out to volunteer some parents volunteer, some parents are able to just watch their kids participate in the sport. It's really a little piece of heaven on earth. Uh, you might even say it's a it's an awesome church because it feels like a church where people are being people are experiencing each other at such a beautiful level. So I got to be a part of that. And when I went to leave, I looked across the street to my neighbors and they have some uh, young sons. And and I thought, you know what? I bet one or both of them would like to go help with this. I know they both play soccer. And I went over and, and their oldest son, his name is Connor. He was all about it. Like, let's go. He loves soccer. And he grabbed his bag. And I think he's nine years old. And he grabbed his bag of supplies for soccer. And on the way there, I was trying to explain to him what this was going to be like. And, and Connor, our role is to go help kids play soccer and help them do some drills. And they're going to play a little game and we're going to try to just help them play the game the way they can play the game. So I didn't know what to expect out of Connor. I don't, he, he, of course, being nine years old, (laughs) no one knows what to expect out of a nine year old. And so we, uh, we do the drills and he's, he's kind of helping with drills and he's kind of, uh, doing the drills himself. And then he's kind of wandering off and then he's doing that all over again because he's nine. None of this that I say about Connor is at all, uh, derogatory or negative. Like on the contrary, I, I think that, uh, Connor is a wonderful little human. He's a wonderful little human. And so then it came time for at at the end, they do a game and there's two fields. Actually, there was three fields. One field was, um, about four kids that are, I think about four years old, maybe five. And they're playing a little two on two game and volunteers are kind of guiding them through as they play. Then there was a field with about six, seven year olds and they're playing three on three together. And once again, volunteers are helping. And then there's this big field with all of the kids that are bigger and the ages are, are, are they range quite a bit. 
but everyone who's bigger than the seven-year-olds goes and plays in this big game together. And once again, there's some volunteers out there guiding the experience or some younger volunteers that are, that are helping to play the game. Well, Connor, he brought his own ball to this, uh, this day. And he insisted that his ball be the game ball, which is just fine. He, so he, even though there's about 40 balls out there, he insisted and he brought his ball out and he put it in the middle of the field. Once again, just nothing negative about Connor. I, I think it's beautiful. I think this is how we all are as humans. Like I brought this ball, let's use my ball. So we're playing the game and and I, before the game started, I said, now, Connor, what is your, what's your role here? What do you think your job is? He said, look for my teammates. Get the ball to my teammates. And I was like, yep, good job, Connor. And when the game started for the first minute or so, that's what he was doing. But then as he got himself into the game and his nature just kind of took over, his instinct uh, you could tell he he went into this other realm of he's just I'm gonna get after it. I got to go score. I mean he he had forgotten all reasons why he existed except for to be in this game, to win this game, to score, to get a goal. And once again, this is there's nothing wrong with this. This is what we do as humans. There was one particular point in the game where someone on the other team was dribbling down to score. And Connor is a good little player. He's 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 Pele Jr. And he goes down. He's about to to he gets through the person and he, and he blocks their, their their kick, and it goes out of bounds. Connor goes to get the ball and hand it to his goalie. You know, it's our team's ball, and I don't know a whole lot about soccer, but I was like, I, I was like, I think Connor hit that out, so I think it's the other team's ball. So I said, Connor, who who's who's it off of? And he didn't respond to me. He just walked with the ball towards the goalie, his own goalie. And I said, Connor, who is it off of? And at first I thought, well, Connor didn't hear me. Well, the third time I loudly said, so Connor, who was the ball off of? I realized Connor heard me every time. He didn't want to answer. He did not want to answer the question. Because he knew the reality, he knew the truth, and the truth was going to give the ball back to the other team. So finally I just said, Connor, it was off of you. And he threw the ball to me and we kept playing. Once again, I'm not picking on Connor. Like this is what we humans do. Uh, it's certainly what nine-year-olds do. The scary thing is when we do these things when we're 29 and 39 and 49. As I watched him that whole time, I, I just, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Connor's great. But at the same time, it was such a picture of what we do as humans. We get lost in the game and we lose sight of who we are. We lose the ability to have a right perspective we don't see how our selfishness bubbles up and takes over. We don't see how we begin to manipulate. And although Connor in, in, in the ball going out of bounds, he didn't lie. He just didn't answer. How often do we as adults, are we in positions 
where if we just pretend to not know the question, if we pretend to not hear, or as long as no one knows, then it's fine. And we think we can skirt around things in life without it having a negative impact. I can get my way. I can do this thing with my taxes. No one's going to know I'm fine. I can make this decision. The people in my life will never know I'll be fine. I think this instinct to think this way and be this way is in all of us. And when life, the game of life gets going, our human instincts can, can take, take hold and take us places without us even realizing it. So Connor's on the field with all the kids that are older than most of the kids are older than him on this field and bigger than him. Although he was clearly the best soccer player on the field, but he wasn't getting a goal. And so he did something that was so cute. He just, in the middle of the game, he picked up the ball and walked off the field because it was his ball. And I said, Connor, where are you going? And he said, I'm going over there. And he pointed to the seven-year-olds and he said, I'm going to go play with kids my age. And here on this field are three on three, some seven-year-olds, much smaller than him, not nearly at his soccer capabilities. And he's like, I'm going to go over there and play with kids my age. Now, Connor, he has no evil intent. Connor is a great human being. He's wonderful. He's a great kid, but he's also a nine-year-old human. And so I said, I said, no, Connor, you can't do that. I said, you got two choices. You can go to that field over there that's all by itself and practice kicking into a goal, or you can play in this game. So he did both. He played by himself for a few minutes. Then he rejoined the big kid game and had fun, even got a goal. So I say all this because as I was watching Connor, it was such a delight. He's a delightful kid. And I, as I looked at him, I didn't think anything ill of Connor. I, the thing that I thought was, this is exactly what all of us can do as grown-ups. Frankly, the way he acted is how you're going to act when you're nine years old. Connor is not an evil human. He's a nine-year-old human. And he's delightful and he's wonderful. And the scary reality is, is we can, if as, a, as, as adults, we are threatened to never grow out of that and be able to hide those realities in our life and not see how we are undermining our relationships and undermining our own happiness and undermining our own success in life by what we do when the game gets going. So we went to leave. Connor got some snacks from the concession stand, got himself a doctor, a root beer and some, he called them red Doritos and they were so good. He was having so much fun and we got in the truck and, and, uh, 
before we got in the truck, one of the lead volunteers said, Hey, Connor, thanks for coming. You were great. You just stayed in there and you kept getting after it. And he said, Oh yeah, I never quit. I will never quit. That's my motto. I will never quit. And I just smiled inside as I heard him talk about this. And then we got in the truck and I said, Connor, I'm glad you came. And he said, yeah, it was great. And he's like, I never quit. I will never quit. That's my motto. I will never quit. And I said, uh, Connor, um, I think just a couple of minutes ago you quit. And he, he looked at me and he said something that melted my heart. And, uh, he said, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. See, that, the, that simple phrase is what makes Connor a wonderful human. That he could just humbly, when being called out by somebody else, he simply said, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. You see, all of us have these instincts in us that sometimes drive us to places where we aren't tending to go to. But the drive of our human instinct, the drive of our nature can cause us to make decisions and to do things and respond in ways that it so undermines our life and we can be blind to it. The scary thing is if we as humans lose the ability to say, yeah, I know I'm sorry. That's the scary part. So relationships are such a benefit to us because relationships are going to fully expose who we really are as a person. They're going to expose the moments where we take the ball and walk off the field and people say, what are you doing? Relationships are going to expose when we say, oh, this is who I am. I never quit. It's my motto. I never quit. And someone else can lovingly say, but didn't you just quit a couple minutes ago? So relationships bring us face to face with who we really are and give us an opportunity to be able to say, yeah, I know I'm sorry. It scares me to think that you and me, we can be a person that's only driven by selfishness only driven by our perspective on life where we only see our way. We don't see our wrong and our instincts can just, can just drive us to places that are so unhealthy and we don't see it until the unhealth shows up. Hmm. This is the value of wonderful relationship, powerful relationship. It's having people in your life that you can be very honest with about who you really are. 
And sometimes, maybe in messy ways, they're even able to point out the error of our way. As we get older, we become adults, maybe we become married. We don't want to be called out. We don't want to believe that there's something about me that's not right. We don't want to believe there's something about me that needs to change. We want to believe that the how I think about life and what I want from life is good. What I think is right. What I want is right. It's so hard to grasp the, the reality that I am wrong. So Connor, the story of Connor on a sunny Saturday afternoon playing soccer is a wonderful story about a wonderful little boy. And I'll say this, probably the only thing that matters about that story is that Connor could say, yeah, I know I'm sorry. Because this is what we all as humans, it's probably the most beautiful response we as humans can have in the relationships of our life, in the home, at work, and friendships. For us to be able to have the surrendered posture with other people so we can see where we were off and acknowledge it and have this humble response. So that's the story of a wonderful nine-year-old boy named Connor. My friend, I hope your day is full of wonderful things today. Uh, That Saturday after doing the soccer, I had the privilege. I have a friend who's trying to pay off some debt and he's painting a house and I wanted some exercise. And so I was able to contact him and said, Hey, where are you at? Can I just come help? And it was so delightful to just be able to go and just, and just help this person with a random project. My friend, I hope your day is full of some opportunity for you to just randomly show up for other people because people really need you. They need the gift of you. They need your heart. They need your words. They need your love. Go show up for someone today. You're needed more than you could possibly know. My friend, you have a purpose. You can know that purpose and you can be set free from anything that's holding you back from living it out boldly. Go take on the day.